So the big question is this, how do we overcome stuttering without years of speech therapy, expensive ear devices, or old school methods that don't really work in the real world? And how do we master our stutter so we can become the confident and fluent speakers we all deserve to be? That is the question, and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name is Daniel Francis, and welcome to the Master Your Stutter Podcast. Welcome to the 30-Day Speaker Summit. We got an amazing guest, uh, Ryan White, um, who's, who's a really good friend of mine. And for a lot of people uh, who want to learn about social media and branding, uh, Ryan's the guy with a, uh, with a whopping 400,000 followers on Instagram alone. So we'll kind of get more into detail. So if you're looking for branding advice and really you know, socializing on that front, Ryan is definitely uh, the guy to, to help you out and is very knowledgeable. It's not just theory. Now, for a lot of people that are watching, this is your first video in the summit. My name is Daniel Francis. I am the host of the event. I'm the creator of the Master Your Stutter program. And in this summit, um, it's called the 30-Day Speaker because the idea is, as the host, I am interviewing 30 different perspectives on communication. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in the summit that have a gift that they're, you know, they kind of take for granted at times. And that's the whole intention behind the summit is to grab those gifts and show them to you. If you want to learn how to public speak, if you want to learn how to connect with others and introduce yourself, you apply all these principles and 30 days from now, you're completely different speaker. And that's the whole intention and purpose behind it. So again, I got an, an, another amazing guest. Now, let me give a quick introduction before Mr. Ryan has to say anything. Cool. So Ryan is a seven figure digital entrepreneur, influencer, investor, press um, contributor, and speaker. So he's got quite, quite a resume. Ryan founded the globally recognized social media marketing company, Social uh, Revelation, which helps businesses and personal brands increase their digital footprint and brand awareness online. Ryan's company, um, Ryan's company manages the social media strategy for several seven to eight figure earners who are top performers within their industry. He has curated a personal online network of around 4 million people from all around the world, which is kind of a big deal. Ryan has also been featured on various entrepreneurial and business podcasts, such as Entrepreneurs on Fire. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, Underdog Empowerment, The Daily Grind, The No Excuse Show, The Millionaire's Hot Seat. And on live television shows, Good Morning LLA Land in West Hollywood and the Mountain Morning Show in Park City, Utah. So, or sorry, Utah. So Ryan has been around the block, if you want to say. And one of the biggest things that I've, you know, I, as I've kind of got to know Ryan is, um, you know, he knows how to get his foot in the door. And he knows what it takes to really go above and beyond. And that's why I'm super excited. So with that being said, Ryan, welcome to the show, sir. Daniel, I appreciate you, man, so much for having me. I'm excited to jump into this. Awesome. Well, I hope you like my introduction. So, uh. yeah, dude, that was that was bomb. That was bomb. I don't think that I could have done it any better myself. I love that. Awesome. So, Ryan, let's let's just kind of get into this whole idea. You know, you're on, um, you know, the 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 um, the art of socializing day, and there's a lot of people here that. Um, want to really build connections and connect with a lot of people, but they struggle with that, whether they're in business, whether they're on campus, whether they're in their professional life. Um, and I know Ryan, um, you're a big advocate in using social media 
um, to really grow yourself. So let's kind of like just dig into that right now. You know, what does, what does a social media brand mean to you and why is it important for people to even consider investing into one and improving one? Yeah, for sure. So social media, man, is a way to tell your story. It's a way to create value in the community of people that are following you. Right. And so it's super important because it builds trust. It builds credibility. Right. It gives you that layer of social proof that is going to allow you to be able to go. And if you're trying to monetize a product to be able to generate more revenues right through closing you know, potential customers. And so, you know, for a public speaker, I talk a lot about how, you know, when you're in a room and you're holding a microphone, you're already giving, you know, this, this authority, right. But social media allows you to kind of go a little bit deeper by, by kind of telling your story and elaborating it on a little bit more so that you're, you're building trust, you're putting value in front of people. And more importantly, after your talk, you're able to stay relevant in people's minds, right? Because we know as human beings, you know, we become irrelevant really, really quickly. You know, when we live in an event, you know, a week or two weeks goes by and you, you've kind of, it's kind of, it's an afterthought. Right. And so with social media, by creating that brand, I think it's a way to get people engaged and to stay in front of their face for a longer period of time and build that trust, build that relationship. Yeah. And where do people go wrong with social media? Because I feel like there's a lot of people where they, they overcomplicate it and they um, they say, man, this is too much. So I, do I go Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Oh, my God. I don't know where to go. <laughs> so, um, you know what? It's not for me. Yeah, um, I think with social media, the biggest thing is understanding the end goal of what you're trying to use it for. And I think a lot of people get started with social media and they don't have a vision of what they're trying to do with it. And so they're all over the place. There's no structure. And then when it comes to actually, you know, having a presence on all the different platforms. And so I'll be honest with you. Am I more active on Instagram than, say, Twitter? Of course I am. But I'm at least smart enough to have a footprint on Twitter because there are eyeballs on Twitter that will see me there that will never find me, particularly on Instagram. And so I think it's important now to have, I mean, there's applications, right? I mean, heck, even in the Instagram app with the press of a button, you can upload content, right? To Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter all at one time. And so I think it's important to have a presence on all the channels if you're going to go and do it. Um, I've never been one that's been kind of one foot in, one foot out. I'm either usually all in something or I'm not doing it at all. And so if you're going to go down the social media journey, I think it's important um, that you're creating content, you know, specifically to format all of the different channels. And if you want to put an emphasis on one, that's okay. Um, like for me, when I very first got started, if you're looking for, you know, an action step of kind of putting one foot in front of the other, you know, I started specifically with Instagram for the first 30 days to try to get some traction. And then naturally, as you start creating content, content becomes easier for you. You can try to start to expand at that point. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, for a lot of people, like, let's just look at a, a, connection front um you know do, do you think if someone goes too well into social media or, or it, like it puts like um like they're not being genuine like where does the i guess where people lose that genuinity online because i feel like that's where a lot of people it's like i don't i don't want to show too much of me because then people may judge me i don't want to show it's like this like what is what is the balance you know what i mean yeah that's 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 a great question and and, <laughs> and the answer to that is people won't authenticity, right? I think it's important to show the shallow end of the pool and the deep end of the pool. So, right. I think so many people like on Instagram specifically are, are so focused on painting this perfect picture, you know, because they think that's what's going to grow their following. But in reality, when it comes to connecting with people, when we portray this perfect lifestyle, we're actually creating disconnect with people because they can't relate to it. 
you know, there's a saying that says your suffering is your story and your pain is your platform, right? So it's like in those vulnerable moments of, of showing the deep end of the pool, right? Me standing in front of a Mercedes is the shallow end of the pool. But me talking about the three months where I actually dealt with depression is the deep end of the pool. And that is what people is going to bring people through the door. That's what's actually going to close more people when it comes to sales because you're, you're triggering an emotional response in people that, that's very relatable to them. So should you not post a picture of you b- beside the Mercedes? No, you definitely should because, again, yeah. social proof psychologically goes a long way. So there's a way to go about it. I mean, with my page, I try to do what we call attraction marketing, right? When it comes to connecting people, it's like, if you look at my page, I want you to know that I am successful, that I am living what I'm, what I'm saying that I am going out and doing right. Uh, so, but, but I'm not in your face, like obviously showing hundred dollar bills, like flashing cash and, you know, putting out all this stuff that kind of like, like I'm not renting a Lamborghini and, and standing in front of it. Right. I'm actually standing in front of the car that you can see there's a bow on it. Right. We just got my wife from Mercedes GLE 350. Like there's the bow I'm standing in front of it, but it's the caption was, was value driven, right? It's not, it's not me, you know, doing some, cliche uh you know bosses make money type of vibe right it's but it but it's it's there and so you know i mean you know i think if you were to scale my page you know that i'm successful but it's not an in your face kind of success um it's just kind of builds that trust and has that social credibility to understand that if i put an offer in front of you you can trust that obviously i'm i'm doing what i'm what i'm telling you that i'm doing and you know it, it, it's so funny and i i don't i i don't want this to be shallow right um, but I always have this conversation with my my girlfriend of of um, why do people judge others based on their followers? I don't know if you have, this conversation ever got, has ever gone through your head, but like when you're like, oh, who is that person? And then what's the next question? How many followers do they have? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I think it's, more, it, it's a psychological thing, I believe. You know, we, we all you know, being popular, right? Being prestigious has always been a thing with human beings. You know, when you were, you know, in sixth grade and we were having a pickup game, nobody wanted to be the last person picked, right? It's kind of like you wanted to be the first person picked because you wanted to have, like you wanted other people to kind of give you that credibility that you are the star player. Like I was chosen first. So we've always kind of had underlying, even growing up through childhood, you know, um, if let's just say the kid had the new Air Jordans that come out and you see him at school, it's like, oh, I want for Christmas, what am I asking for? I, well, I want to go or save up my money and get the Air Jordans because as I walk through the hallway, I want the acceptance from the people. And I think the follower count is just a basically a representation of acceptance in a certain degree, if that makes sense. And I, so I think it's more on a psychological level where you, it kind of makes people feel like there's, you know, FOMO is a real thing, fear of missing out. So if like you come across a page that seems to have a hundred thousand followers, you're like, wow, there's a lot of hype around this page. What am I missing here? So it's a lot easier to click the follow button. Very interesting. That is, that is a great perspective. What am I missing out on? <laughs> <laughs> what values here, obviously, because it's like, if you were going to go to a restaurant, right. Um, and you, or you were going to go see a movie, what are we going to do? The first thing that we do is we go pull up Google reviews or we pull up Yelp and we read reviews from other people. So we make decisions based upon social proof and a follower count is another form. It's another metric vanity metric that is used for social proof. So it's no different than I'm going to go to this restaurant. There's 1600 reviews and it's a 4.8 out of five stars. I probably should go here. Everyone's raving about it. It's no different than me going to an Instagram page and seeing 250,000 followers. You know what I mean? It, It seems like there's community there. There's value there and there's something to be a part of. And maybe I'm missing out because I'm not following, right? So that's the angle that I see. 
that's awesome. And, it, and it's also like, let's just like, even the idea of like, when you like meet someone new and if they go on your page and because that's what a lot of people do, man, what, what's the first thing they do whenever they meet someone, they Google them, right? They, you know, they go on their Facebook, on their Instagram. And I think when there's nothing there, it's like, why is nothing there? What is this person hiding? Can I trust this person? And a lot of you might be thinking this, right? Or why has this person posted since, since 2016? What is going on with this individual, right? Um, so you speak sure. a lot of truth right here. And it's like, I think we, we, we get caught up in this. And I think it's, I think with, with this, with this interview, uh, Ryan, it's, I think it's a lot of breaking people's beliefs. So I think a lot of people have certain beliefs within social media. I, I think people start going, well, you know, um, yeah, like, do you understand where I'm, where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely it's, think it's, that there are definitely time, get yeah. off the phone. No, for sure. I definitely think there are also, there are pros and cons to social media, of course. You know, the one thing for me that my wife and I have to be mindful of is how much time are we spending on social media because it's what we do. Obviously, we don't want to be a couple sitting at dinner that's only scrolling through social media, right? Because it's what we do for a living, but we're not connecting, you know, with what's right in front of us. So it's understanding that there are cons to it and then putting in barriers in place. But there's no doubt about it that your business can scale if you haven't implemented social media, there's no question there. My business took off 1000%, you know, the moment I, I, I stepped into the social media realm and a lot of my clients that come to me, come to me for the purpose of, you know, hey, I've already kind of made it, if you will. Like I'm happy with where I'm out offline, but I can reach far more people and give way more value to others around the world with this social media game. Can you help me? Because I've always kind of, I've never wanted to touch it. Matter of fact, a client of mine yesterday, he just come on board because he's like, dude, I've been against this for forever. You know, I've been a millionaire for the last, you know, since I was 28 years old and, you know, I've speaking, I've, I've coached, you know, thousands of students, but I've never wanted to do social media because, you know, there's, there is a kind of a nastiness to it, right? You always feel like you're playing this game of keeping up with, with the Jetsons, right? And so, you know, you don't want to have to do that. It's like, but I think the world is finally at a point where it's starting to transition because it's been around a little bit. And I think more and more people are starting to show the raw and, and vulnerability side of things, like, again, the deep end of the pool. And through that, they're able to touch more people because there's no doubt about it. I mean, social media gives you the power to virtually not only get in front of anyone you want to get in front of in the world, but you can reach someone over in India. You can reach someone in the Philippines. You can reach someone right over in Europe that you wouldn't normally necessarily have the means to go and do. Yeah. And I know for myself, because I've obviously... Um been putting more effort towards it. Like I actually have a team that helps me run the social media on all, all different fronts. And I, I can even just be a testimonial there that when I wasn't doing it to then doing it, um, it's funny. It's like all my clients will like my posts. They'll be reminded of me on a daily basis, right? They'll be like, it's like, it's like, you know, even when you get a client, you got, you, you got to keep them sold on you, you know? Facts. Yeah. You know? Like you got like, just because you have them in the door, doesn't mean you keep them next month. Of and, course. Um, and I, that social media, I'm not, I'm, I'm not realizing that it's free advertisement. 100%. It's the value, right? It's the jab, 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 jab. And you're just hitting them over and over and over. And it's like, I don't know if, if someone's on the cusp, right? If they're a client and maybe they're on the cusp of canceling, maybe you put a video or something in front of them. That's like, Oh, wow. I didn't even know that, you know, he was knowledgeable in this particular area, but, or this hit home with me personally, and they ended up obviously rolling over another 30, 60, 90 days. Or maybe you have a potential buyer who is 90% sold. And then they go and follow you on your social media channel. And you put a video that they just, they really needed to see. It was their last obstacle, right? That they were trying to overcome. And that piece of content literally just handled that objection. Boom. And, and it closed the sale for you. And so, like you said, it's definitely free advertisement. Uh, it's just a way to really get 
value into the marketplace and to stay relevant in front of people for a longer period of time. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, I don't know if you've seen my free training or not, but you definitely want to check it out. I share my three secrets on how to overcome stuttering and be a confident speaker. So hop on over to MasterYourStutter.com and be sure to watch the training. After the training, you will qualify for a free strategy session with me over the phone. You don't want to miss this. So thank you again and see you on the next show.